This is the Racing Minds Wireless Podcast, recorded live and completely improvised at the Blue Room Theatre at Perth Fringe World in 2015. Featuring special guest Foley artist Brianna Williams. In this show, the audience suggested that the main character should be called Uriah Creep, that his strange secret should be that he has a phobia of stickers, that a thrilling scene should take place in Afghanistan on top of a camel, that the whole play should be sponsored by Milk Toast Crunch, and the audience suggestion for the title of this completely improvised radio play was The Shimmy Shank of the Chimney Sweep. Going live in five, four, three. Oh, Mr. Creep, Mr. Creep, I've got to say it's a pleasure to meet you. It really is a pleasure. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure to meet you, Mr. No, Pumble. You're just saying that, you're just saying that. Let me tell you, ever since I was a small lad, I've heard about your detective exploits. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, you know what they say about me? I get the job done, even if I do it in a very morally dodgy oh. way. <laughs> I get results. You are just like, oh, just like the stories, Mr. Creep. Yeah. Oh, to hear you do your own catchphrase. There. Oh, thank oh, you. Now, that's, a, that's a thing indeed. Now, come on. It is uh, a thing. Come into the station, won't you? I tell you, all the boys are so looking forward to meeting you. Oh, thank you. I mean, I've only been a copper for six months, but it was you that inspired me, Mr. Creek. Oh, well, I've inspired a lot of people, Mr. Pumbledge. Yes, I, I like the way you pronounce my name. Yes, that's all right. Anyway, come in, come in. Uh, cup of tea? Cup, yes. cup of something stronger? No, yes, I'll have, I'll have a whiskey in my tea. I call it an Irish tea. Yeah, all right, Mr Creep, there you are. Thank you. You can have the best chair. It's usually reserved for the boss, but for today, I think it can be yours. Oh, thank you very much, Mr Pumbledge. Now, look... I, I should cut with the pleasantries. Uh, we're all very pleased to have you here, but uh, to business. Yes, to business. Of, there have, of course, been lots of horrible crimes going lots. on. And that's why you're here, Mr. Creek. Oh, I'm rubbing my hands with glee. Oh, mm. really? Yes. It's, it's a bit like glue, but uh, it's, it's made out of tea. <laughs> sort of moisturiser, is it? strange line there. Yes, it's a new moisturiser. Mm. Well, Mr Creep, look, here you are. Uh, these are the locations of the crimes. Now, oh, just yes. here, in this part of London, uh, the uh, Kensington Road. Kensington Road yeah. in Kensington, yes. Well, there, somebody's house was broken into. Oh, no. Yeah, and over here, in, uh, in South London, in Southwark, could be the South. Well, it's a good guess, because he doesn't have the word South in the title, yeah, yes. Well, there could have been a North Walk as well, and there could have been both South. North. Doesn't matter. Look, what happened here was uh, was a, a, a shipment of gold was um, A shipment of gold? Yeah. Now, there's several other crimes like that. You'll see where I've put the pins in. Now, but all of these are linked by, well, something. Something? Yeah, the, a little marker. A little marker? A little piece of paper. Oh, my. Left at the crime scenes with a sort of squiggle of writing on it. We can't work it out, Mr. Creep. Do you think it could be some kind of signature? Have you thought about that? Well, we have thought about it, but then we dismissed it because we thought which criminal would leave their signature after every crime? A very cocky one, perhaps, or either very cocky or very stupid, or perhaps some kind of calligrapher. Oh, I don't know, Mr. Creep. Oh, let me tell you, I've read your book so many times. Oh. Remind me of the title. The title is Solving Crime, Not Always Morally. <laughs> It's a catchy title. My yeah. publisher tried to uh, get me to change it to something even more catchy, but I was like, no, I'm very, very attached to that title. No, I like it, Mr. Creep. I like it. I like how it's subtly different to your catchphrase, just as if you couldn't quite remember it. That's why. Yes. Oh. It has a, yeah, I like books with commas in the title. You don't get enough of them. Oh, no, sir. No, no. Your second book has loads, doesn't it? What it, was that called? It's called uh, Comma, 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 Chameleon. <laughs> The yes. study of English punctuation. Yes. And the changing landscape of grammar. Yes. After you retired, you really got into grammar hard, didn't you, Mr. Creek? I certainly did. I, I became married to that woman who wrote Eat, Shoots and Leaves. Good. I can't yes. remember her name, but... Um... What a good joke. Yeah, good one. Yeah. It's all the other policemen in the room. Ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think we're being heckled by the inspectors. <laughs> anyway, Mr. Creep. Yes, Mr. Pumble. Oh, could you just sign a copy of my book? I keep it in my uh, my breast pocket wherever I go out. It inspires me in policing. Oh. I'll take the comma one with me as well, but I'm not so keen on the grammar. It's all right, it's all right. Of course. Who shall I make it out to? To yourself? Or yes, are you going to pretend it's for your wife? Oh, you better make it out to me, and including that surname you gave me. Pumblecher. Yes, that one, please. Here you there go. You Arthur Pumblecher. Oh, could have put a little longer message, actually, just so I feel like I'm special. Arthur Pumblecher, you are going to be a great copper. Six months is not enough time for a pregnancy, but... <laughs> I'm sure that your early career will give birth to a long and bright future. Second daughter, I think we'll, uh, we'll just stick with the, stick with the name. All right, yeah. It's been a while since my last book, you see. I've forgotten how to write. Anyway, Mr. Quick, we best take you through to the evidence room. Got loads of stuff to show you, and everyone's very keen to meet you. I'll sniff out danger. Another one successfully done, then, mate. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah, Mr. Speckles. It's so wonderful how you are just the most crafty of the crafty villains. Oh, that's why I admire you. Oh, my oh. trousers. <laughs> Pulled them back up again. Lucky no people around, otherwise I might be done for indecent exposure. Although, my wife does say, it's quite decent. <laughs> it's funny, no one ever seems to think to protect their chimneys, do they? Oh, no, Mr. Speckles. They don't even put a little grate on the top so they look at the pigeons getting and then they build a little nest and then they start a fire and the pigeons burn. <laughs> That's where the myth of the phoenix comes from. Some of them have frogs in them. <laughs> People put, lock their front doors, they lock their windows, they lock their back doors, they make sure their cellars are bolted tight but they do nothing to protect their chimney. Oh, nice, sir. It's because uh, birds aren't an inherently kleptomaniac species. Certainly not. Sorry. I use the phrase species to refer to birds, whereas actually they would be um, uh, a family or a phylum? King kingdom? Which one? Order. Thank you. Yes, it's like being in a court. It, funny that the, you were talking about birds and that parrot was over there. That yeah. one that just knows the word order. Yeah. <laughs> he used to be employed in the local bar. But then uh, people caught wise. They just kept going up and ordering every time he did. The people were by They were double parked, mate. They had pint after pint after pint sitting there. Had to get rid of that bird. No. The chimney, my friend, <laughs> is the way into any home. Oh, yes. What I did there was think of making a pun on the word ohm, you know, like physics, and saying, oh, there's not really much resistance, but then I realised that would only go down well with one person. <laughs> I think it was maybe the man that wrote the play. Yes. It's like quite a studious fellow. You're welcome. You'll be enjoying more very niche physics jokes from me as the play continues. <laughs> They'll pop up with alarming frequency. <laughs> it's so... I don't think they got it. Um... No. Me, Alfie Speckles, the chimney sweep. Alfie Speckles, Alfie Speckles, he's a man. <laughs> ah, the song, traditional. The last rhyme. Traditional Cockney song, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's hear the rest of it, shall we? Speckles, Elfie Speckles, he's the man that makes the knees buckle, they go down. Trousers too, everybody does. Ooh, I now nearly said poo there, but you would imagine people would stare. They would look at me and think, oh, how horrible, pop him in the clink. Speckles, On the second thought, let's Speckles, not hear any more of that. That's the switch. <laughs> <laughs> Don't encourage him. They didn't suspect it when they had that big stallment of gold down oh, at the no. bank. Uh, got me in to clean the chimney. Next day, the gold is gone. Oh, yeah, that shipment of gold, we got it. We got away. The bank said it was awful. All those bells that we stole the other week. It's more of a written joke. And AU is the, the chemical symbol for gold, so awful. Um, sorry. When I do a bad joke, I feel so guilty. <laughs> and yet you continue to make them. Um, Someone's got to. They really don't. It's not a requirement. Um, <laughs> all those bells we stole last week. The diamonds. There's the bells again. People just thought we were some enthusiastic Morris dancers dancing our way down the high street. All 
those diamonds. But we've got another job that's been given to us by a shadowy figure. That sounds exciting. Are you sure it wasn't just you standing in front of a dark corner with a light behind you? I'm not entirely sure, but I'm pretty convinced. What? He sent me an anonymous telegram. It said Alfie Speckles. For reasons I do not wish to go into, I require some kidnapping. Kidnapping? That sounds exciting. He sent me a rattlesnake to assist. <laughs> I do not know yet how I will utilise it. I can't wait to see. He said he requires 500 children to be kidnapped from the city of London. Genuine kidnapping. Oh, absolutely. Kid kidnapping. Yes. The napping of kids. What, like Spanish children? No. Oh, good one. We are, there's a, the cops from before. Let's see. <laughs> and they're um, supportive of the joke. <laughs> I like her more than uh, more than Swiggy. Yeah, he used I to just throw space. things at me. <laughs> the problem is, unlike gold and diamonds and bells, children aren't as valuable. <laughs> children resist. We're going to have to find some way of smuggling a child up a chimney without them kicking out and screaming out and saying, "Oh, what's this? You take me up the chimney? I'm not sure about that." <laughs> I'm not sure I'm comfortable using the phrase taking a child up a chimney. <laughs> no, look, everyone would have been fine with him unless you'd said that. I'm a chimney sweep, it's well established. I can take a child up a chimney. All right, yeah, that's fine. You can take any child up the chimney anytime you want. <laughs> the point is, we got to kidnap some children. <laughs> Uh, welcome to the crime scene, Mr. Fink. Thank you very much. Yes, uh, we've had everything left exactly where it was when, oh. when we found it. Oh, Apart good. from a few things that were quite nice, so I took them home. You... You can't take stuff away from a crime scene. No, but they were very shiny. Yeah, what, money? No, oh, yeah, that sort of thing. Ma you took... You should be... You should be sacked as a forensic person. <laughs> Look, here. Doesn't no. matter. Put on these glasses. Socko. Socko. That's what you're called. <laughs> oh! Mr. Creeper, fry you your breakfast as you wanted. Thank you very... I've toasted you some bread and... Oh, oh, clumsy me. Whoopsie. I've spilt the milk all over it. Oh. And now it's going to be soggy. Oh, oh no. you don't want soggy toast, do you, sir? No, I don't. Oh, God. Oh, what a disaster. I don't did I hear do. somebody screeching yes, at great length did. about yes, soggy, yes. milky bread? That's exactly what you heard. Well, you need to convert that into something with a little bit of crunch. Why don't you use some of this? The very finest milk toast crunch. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Can you explain to me precisely what it is? Well, when you've got milk all over your toast and it's gone terribly soggy, you can crunch it right up with some of this. It's even got a cue in it. <laughs> what was that name again? Why, that name was Milk Toast Crunch. I'm really sorry about that. We have to get in two or three. It's, it's nothing to do with us. Rather, rather degrading, really. In, anyway, Mr. Creep, here you are. Get the gloves on. Ah, thank you. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. Now, if you'll just wander through here. Yes. Well, this is the living room. Oh, yes, I this, can. It, yes, uh, see a sofa. I beg your pardon? I can see a sofa. Yes, well, you could have a sofa in another room. Well, which room would you have a sofa in? Kitchen, bathroom. Kitchen? <laughs> Do you, you have a sofa in your kitchen? Yes. Do you? Yes, I might want to rest when I'm cooking. Mm. You sound like, a, sound like a very strange man to me. Not at all, not at all, not at all. Anyway, yes, well, well apparently a lot of valuables were stolen from this very room. Yes, by, by you. No, not those. These were, those were taken after the fact. It, well, it's new fact, maybe, mate. Look, I don't know what that you. means. New, well, after, you said after the fact, the first fact was the first crime, and then there was a second fact. You, you, you were the second crime. Anyway. You see that space on the wall? Yes. Th that's where a very valuable painting used to be. Fine. And on that mantelpiece, there were all sorts of golden candlesticks. Here you are. Here's some of these little brush things. I oh, think yes. you'd best use your sleuthing abilities and have a look around. All the windows and doors were entirely sealed. That's very strange. Hmm. Hmm. Smells a bit... A bit strange. A bit, a 
bit sooty around here, don't you think? Maybe. I, I don't know. I was too busy taking all the shiny things. And it should only really smell sooty next to the chimney. Look. Look at that footprint on the, on the floor. Yes. Did you not notice that before? No, no, I, I wasn't looking. I, I, I was uh, discounting all evidence in favour of finding things I could nap. Uh, <laughs> oh, dear, well, this tells me that possibly the person came down through the chimney. What? Knee. The chimney's knee? No, no. <laughs> the, I, I, I paused halfway through a word. It was like a... God, you are obsessed with grammar. Yes. You put commas everywhere. Yes, commas in the middle of words. That's my policy. <laughs> Mr. Creep, I know you've got a big reputation. I know you've written two books, one of which had a lot of commas and a chameleon in the title, but I'm afraid I don't think that's plausible at all. What? What? That... That someone came down through the chim. A ridic... the what? Knee. Oh. It's a ridiculous theory. Oh, yes? Is there, is there a grate at the top of the chimney? Or I is it just know. open to the elements? Look, Mr. Creep, I'm not in the habit of climbing up chimneys to check what they're like at the top. Well, you better get some of your socos up there now. My what? Your socos, your scene of crime officers. Oh, yes. All right, fine. It won't be socos. Shall we go up the chimney, boss? Yes. Sorry. <laughs> yes, go up there where you'll be entirely muffled. <laughs> oh, what a terrible job! <laughs> Look, Mr. Creep, if you're making this up, your reputation will be in tatters. Uh, Mr. Speckles, I'll well, uh, well, yeah, I pinpointed. Uh, are you choking on something there? No, those are just <laughs> generic Cockney noises, mate. Ooh. What? Ooh. I think you need to get a doctor looking at your epiglottis. <laughs> if I could afford a doctor to look at my epiglottis, do you think I'd be in the knitting stuff game? Well, I suppose so. All right. Uh, 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 uh. Let's try and make you feel comfortable. I've pinpointed a location where there'll be lots of children. Yeah. With very few people taking care of them. <laughs> What's that then, mate? Yeah? Oh, it's an orphanage in the east end of London. An orphanage in the east end yeah. of London. My, that does sound appealing. There'll be so many children that no one cares about because this is Victorian Britain <laughs> and orphans are treated somewhere below rats. What, like, on hospital waiting lists? No, there's no hospital waiting list now, mate. Oh, I should get an operation I've been needing. No, you can't get an operation unless you've got a lot of money. Oh. Maybe when we steal the children, you'll give me money and I'll be, I'll be rich. Yeah, maybe I will. The problem is, I had a little practice in the park today. A practice at stealing children? Yeah. And Surely I... in broad daylight, everybody notices. <laughs> no, 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 no. They've got nannies, you see, that don't care at all. I sneaked up, I grabbed one, I got a gag in their mouth and tied them up, but they resist. And then, what did you replace them with? Like, you know, Indiana Jones, when he takes the thing off the thing, he puts a bag of stones on it. Yeah. What did you replace the child with? I, d I did the same thing. A bag of stones? A big bag of stones, mate, yeah. And they thought it was the same. Must have been a very ugly child. <laughs> now that you mention it, it was a very ugly child. Is he... Oh, look, here he is over there. Hello, ugly child. Hello. I oh, look like a big bag of stones. <laughs> You see, the thing is, I tied him up with my best knot, a little sheep shank, but he still resisted. Resisted the sheep shank? He resisted the well, sheep that's shank. that's a firm knot, that is. But then I realised what I had to use, my personal skill set. I'm a cockney chimney sweep, mate. You know what that means. You're a mighty fine dancer. Certainly am, mate. I did a good old knees up, a little shimmy and a shake, and then that shank took hold. Oh, that shimmy shank was a beautiful thing. I thought you could only dance on rooftops or anywhere with slates. No, I can do pavements, so long as I've drawn chalk on them. I can whisk myself up a chimney and dance on the smoke. We Cockney chimney sweeps are famous for it, mate. Have you never thought about quitting the thieving game and joining the Cirque du Soleil? The Circus of the Sun? Yeah, you can dance on smoke. That's impressive. <laughs> They'll probably put you on their next show. Oh, I'll bear that in mind for any possible future career moves. Mr Speckles, the smoky dancer. See him jig amongst the smog. But for now, I've figured out how to, how to entice these children. With my shimmy shank, 
We don't even need to kidnap them. They'll follow us willingly. The Pied Piper of Hamlin. Who, mate? Like the, the Pied Piper of Hamlin. Like what? The Pied Piper. Where's Hamlin? Uh, You're thinking of Hamleys, mate? No. Toy shop? No, I'm thinking of Hamlin in Bavaria. In Bavaria? Yeah. Never heard of it, mate. Hamleys has a bear area where you buy all the bears. <laughs> the Pied Piper? What, he's in a pie? Yeah. What, is he steak and kidney? Oh, no, I think he's lamb and mutton, which is just old lamb. Yeah. They just mix some of the old pies that have gone off with some of the new pies, and they sell them on, and they go, well, this tastes a bit That's weird. That's just leftover lamb pie, mate. Yeah. Well, you know, we're cutting corners down here. There's a barber's down road that uses human flesh. Uh-huh. I look like a bag full of stew. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you come with me, Terry? Down to the orphanage. Oh, here, Mr. And with our shimmy shank. Shimmy shank. We can kidnap all those children. Six o'clock news with Shane Warne. A new study has found that London is now the city with the highest records of noise pollution in the world. This has been put down to the fact that every cockney has their own individual song that they have to sing ad nauseum all the time whenever they meet people, especially in a museum. Uh, we now have an interview with the Secretary of State for the Environment, Sir Humphrey Biggelhorn Cranberry. Uh, Sir Humphrey, welcome to the news. It's very nice to be here. Sir Humphrey, have you any policies or plans um, by which you will reduce the levels of noise pollution within the city of London? Uh, well, no. You see, the thing about the Cockney song is it's how they identify their young. Uh, the mother Cockney will sing her own distinctive song to the young when it is born, and then it can always find its way home. Right, so you're saying that if we did not have these individual Cockney songs, then we would have thousands of orphaned Cockneys wandering around the streets, and this would be, uh, in fact, a it, greater problem. It would entirely disrupt the natural ecosystem of the Cockney, oh. and without a thriving Cockney uh, population, who will sweep our chimneys, scrape out the crap from our outside toilets, and sell us used goods in marketplaces? I- indeed. So the government policy is better the devil you know. Well, we tried to better him, but uh, he's very good. Yes. And have you any plans to make other cities, Scousers, for example, Brummies, have their own individual songs? Uh, well, Scousers do, in fact, have their own individual song. It's very high-pitched. It's, in fact, how they know where they're going. They uh, bounce a very high-pitched frequency, like, Oh, man, what's going on? I didn't know what's happening. And that bounces off the wall, you see, and then they can uh, echolocate the position of various objects in the location. So, uh, quite like whales, then? Uh, no, in Welsh, uh, it's, a, it's a lilting <laughs> melody. Uh, that's just for entertainment. Ah, well, this has been incredibly enlightening. Thank you very much, Secretary of State. Um, sports, um, in the cricket, the captain of England was out for a duck, and when he came back into bat, he still had hoisin sauce all over his fingers. In the weather, it was hot, hot, really, really bloody hot. How do you cope? Oh, Mr. Creep, I have heard all about you. Can I buy you a drink? Yes, yes, thank you. Oh, you must have just come back into town. I am a big fan of your second book, oh. Comma, 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 Chameleon. Oh, did you like the chapter on syntax? Oh, I did. 
I read it every night before I go to sleep. Every night? Yes. Is the part a... about reflexive verbs is really exciting. Oh, yes. I'd like to reflex you. <laughs> See, it's been a while since I wrote the book. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mr. Creep, you must uh, excuse me coming up to you like this. A beautiful lady in a velvet dress with long, luscious black hair and eyelashes as long as a dragonfly. Well, I should introduce myself. I really should. Oh, please do. I'm all ears. Oh, no, you are not. Then I would not fancy you. No, the, the ear is a, it's a strange part of the body, isn't it? it looks... Yeah, Mr. Creep. Yes. yes. Yours are a little bit weird. Hmm? They're not weird, actually. They're slightly small and your hair kind of pushes them out. They're, I don't know. They are not weird. I've got nice lobes, I've been told that. <laughs> Who told you that? Look, someone told me. If, they, if somebody tells you you've got nice lobes, you know it is a very backhanded compliment. They, are, they really are. They're avoiding addressing the rest of you. It wasn't the only thing they liked about... Anyway. <laughs> what if, it was part of an extended list it that was... went as long as lobes? Yes, Excuse yes. me, mister. Oh, I like Can that. you sign my autograph pe- pad with your lovely lobes? <laughs> I've never seen someone with such lovely lobes. Yes, pass me my um my uh, lobe ink, will ya? Oh yeah, so here we go. Just press Thank your you. ear into the pad. Thank you. Oh, so, so one second, let me do the one. It'll just take a moment. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go, little oh. boy. Oh, Mr. Creep, you know Thank this you. whole restaurant. Everybody knows who you are. Well, I, I, I sold. Mr. Creep. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Stop disturbing him during his dinner. He's a normal person like everybody else. I'm anyway. sorry, I'm just so impressed by celebrity. I'm leaving you. <laughs> oh, before Valentine's Day. Well, it's nice when the minor characters have their day, isn't it? Yes. No, oh, Mr. Creep. Oh, you really are. Do you mind if I rub your shin with my foot? Please, rub away, rub away. Well, I don't want to rub it away, because then it would fall over. Yes. Oh, excuse me, this is a reputable establishment. We'll have no shin rubbing here. Oh, no, I wasn't. I was just picking up uh, some of his trouser uh, with uh, my no, foot. No, and most you can have his ankle grinding. Oh, fine, fine. Anyway, Mr. Creep, tell me, what are you working on at the moment? And handsome men like yourself. You never told me your name. Oh, sorry. It is bold, bold. Uh, I have to wait a minute. I've got it written down. <laughs> it is a very complicated French name. You know, sometimes when your parents give you one, that's just very tough. But I think you will appreciate it because of all of the commas in it. Here, you I'll can uh, read it out. Oh, me? Oh, Beaujolais. <laughs> yeah, it's not as hard, is it? You know, no. I was having all that trouble. No. It's just a kind of wild. What was I struggling with? Yes. Anyway, that is my name. Well, I'd certainly like to drink some Beaujolais with you. Oh, Mr. Quite Creep. frankly, JG, that's filthy. <laughs> I, I don't know that's at all. Well, it's written, it's written down. I'm just reading, reading off the page. Yes, Mr. Creep, let me tell you, I would love you to uncork this bottle of Beaujolais. Ow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to skip over that part, but um, apparently not. You can peel off the label if you like. <laughs> I don't know. That bottle of Beaujolais looks like a mature vintage. No, it's not. It is a very freshly pressed. There seems to be a bit of botrytis, noble rot. Yes, a bit Even of though a... it's a Beaujolais, it's a red wine. Couldn't have botrytis, but we'll overlook it. Damn, I'm going to get fired as the maitre d' now. Anyway. Hey, you're fired. Oh, no, I'm leaving you. Twice, this is the worst Valentine's Day ever. Oh, Mr. Creep, you must tell me everything about what you're doing, even if it is secret business. I promise I will listen very carefully and tell nobody. Well, Beaujolais, there's, there's been a series of crimes, you see. There's, a, there's been a lot of kids nabbed. Nabbed. Kids have been stolen. Children. Oh, oh dear, how awful. Oh, no. Oh, I would faint if I was a sissy. You are not a sissy. Oh, Mr. Creep, will you save them? You are so brave and strong. I will try. I will certainly try. I will try as hard as a bit of enjambment. Oh, you and your grammar. Yes. Oh, that is when one line runs into another, and I wish I was one of the lines and you were the other. <laughs> oh, Mr. Creep, 
It would be a fine thing. Yes. Well, I have my suspicions. Oh, you do? Yes, I do. Tell me more. Well, there's been a lot of footprints covered in soot coming from chimney. The bit, you know, the, the bit of the bit of the bottom where the chimney sort of op- opens a bit, you know. The hearth? The hearth, yes, exactly. The hearth is a lonely hunter. Uh, what does that mean? Oh, Mr. Creep. Kiss oh. me. Kiss me, Beaujolais. Oh, so quickly. Kiss oh, me. I will. If, oh, if I was sorry, I'm managing to talk and kiss at the same time. It is one of my special attributes. Oh, sorry, sir. We've uh, brought your dessert. Um, we know you wanted uh, quite an aggressive crumpet, but uh, unfortunately this uh, crumpet wasn't domesticated, uh, and it's uh, not really that aggressive. Um, so... Uh, Sorry about that. What is that? You wanted a not aggressive a crumpet, duck. but this is undomesticated. So we've just oh, given you... not do. We need an aggressive one. Well, I'm waiting for the man with the advertising voice to come in. You're going to have to do it yourself. <laughs> I'm sorry we can't give you an aggressive domesticated crumpet. We've had to give you a milk toast crumb. Because you take pet off the crumb. I don't write these. It's the advertisers and they have no imagination. <laughs> yes, it's the brand new milk toast crumb. Milk toast meaning kind of weak or peevish. It was developed in the 1900s in a, in a cartoon in New York. That's genuinely true. Named after a man called Milk Toast. It's not interesting, nor is it funny, but we need that sweet, sweet advertising dollar. Come on. No, no, no. Come on, Beaujolais. Oh, Mr. Creep, yes. I'll come, come up to your hotel room if you like. Oh, Mr. Creep. Yes. Oh, you're so handsome. Come oh. on, I will help you solve this crime if it is the last thing I do. If it's the last, so you'll just help me solve it and then die. Sure, if I die in your arms, I will be happy. Oh, that's the most romantic thing anyone's ever said to me. (laughs) Send Mr. Speckles in, John. Uh, What? Why does it sound like he's wearing ladies' footwear? Oh, well, it's a special chimney sink footwear. You have to have quite a high heel in case you start to slide down the chimney. You dig it into the mortar to uh, stop yourself slipping. I suppose. Hello, Mr. Speckles. What brings you here? Uh, well, I, I, uh, I got your note saying that you wanted the 500 orphans delivered. Oh, yes. And have you got my half thousand orphans? Yeah, I've got your half thousand orphans. All right. I am reaching my halves here. I look like a bag full of stones. I got you an extra special bonus one as well. Not an orphan, just a bag of stones. No, 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 it's a child. Wow. It just looks like a bag of stones. Well, I shall call him Pebblesack. He shall be my personal boy servant. So, wait a second. I'm not allowed to say take a child up a chimney, but you're allowed to call a child pebble sack. I mean, come on. <laughs> Double standards. Those are triple standards, my friend. Now, uh, so you said you would pay me handsomely for, uh, for these children. I did say I'd pay you handsomely, but... I'm afraid I lied. Here you go. Half a guinea. Half a guinea. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're not. You thought I was just a normal shadowy figure. But no, I'm the most legendary Cockney gangster in the whole of Cockney land, London. You're one of the Stan brothers, aren't you? I am one of the Stan brothers. You're half guinea Stan. I'm half a guinea Stan. (laughs) Oh, my God. Half guinea stand. Look, we've only got ten minutes left. No way we're getting to Afghanistan. Half a guinea stand. Now, now, let's let's celebrate with a celebratory smoke. Here's a cigarette for you. And oh, can't seem to find my other cigarette. I only had one left. Oh, there you go. It was right under me bum. Do you, do you smoke this brand? What? Camels. Yes. 
Turns out I was set on a camel. <laughs> Half a guinea stand on a camel. Cheated. <laughs> I mean, by the fact I paid you half a guinea for all those children. I, I do, in fact, feel quite cheated, yeah. Oh, I'm very sorry, son. That's what us gangsters do. That's how the Stan brothers row to the top of our game. Oh. I mean, if at least I'd given them to your brother Turkmenistan, I'd have been <laughs> presumably paid in a Turkish man. Yeah. Or uh, the other one. Dido featuring Stan at <laughs> By the way, sir, if you're planning on doing any crimes, now would be a good time because there's no policeman in. There's a massive cop out. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm sure that we'll uh, hear the policeman turn up pretty soon. We're coming! <laughs> we can't have a policeman here. Shoot him. I love a bit of blood. <laughs> Children! Mop it up. Oh, yes, we'll mop it up right away. We've been so careless and negligent as to spill fluids all over the floor. Tell me. Yes, that famous glass mop. <laughs> Tell me off, Guinea. Yes, yes, Mr Speckles. What do you want all these children for? Oh, well, you know what they say. Can't have too many kids. I say they, I mean the Catholic Church. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't mean it in that. No, I meant that. They, I, I genuinely didn't mean that. I meant that they say you shouldn't use contraception. I promise you, I'm a respectable gang lord. I did not mean that. This is the Victoria Britain. That scandal is yet to be uncovered. I'm very, very sorry. I apologise. I'm sorry, in the spirit of the Catholic Church, I would like to alter my last line. <laughs> I'm very sorry. I look like a bag full of stones. <laughs> ah, Mr. Creep. It is so good to be in your hotel room. Oh, now tell me. That was fantastic. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm knocking over things in a bit to get to you. Oh, oh Beaujolais. You are you are as as sweet and charming as your vino namesake. Oh, Mr. Mr. Creep. Yes. <laughs> oh, that feels good. <laughs> Maybe this seal would be a good escape route, but it has just got us back into trouble. <laughs> well, let's try and see what's on the next page. So, as you were saying, Afghiri, you need those children to smuggle opium from Afghanistan into London. That's right. Uh, the only way to get any opium over the border is for it to be smuggled by a band of adorable children. <laughs> Afghan. <laughs> That's right. Afghan border children. Confuse border control with their dancing to contemporary Latin music. It's smuggled in their small kit bags on a camel. But surely, Stan, the border agency will ask if they've got any plants or soil on them. And if they do, my God, will they get the third degree. Nothing worse can be taken over borders than plants or soil. Oh, God. God forbid we would contaminate all the heroin with any soil. Oh, no. Sorry. Wait a second. Oh, I was thinking of a different place. Soil is totally fine to take into country. Oh, yeah. Totally legit. Chill out. Anyway. So... <laughs> Yes, that's right. They are the biggest drug smuggling ring ever concocted by any of the Stan brothers or other international criminal. 
and I'm going to make far more than half a guinea a out drug of that. smuggling ring, isn't that when you shove some up your bum? <laughs> <laughs> if you clap enough, they'll let me back on the microphone. You'll get much better music, I promise. Somebody shoot that bellboy at the door, please. Hey! <laughs> Good. I don't know about this. I kidnapped those children, but I thought it was going to be for something innocent, like to staff a freak show. <laughs> but smuggling drugs, that's not the sort of thing that cheeky cockney chappies like me, Alfie Speckles, are into. Oh, I'm, I'm beginning afraid. to re regret this. Oh, can you hear this? I thought it was an aside. <laughs> I, uh, I jumped in because... Oh, no. That's what you say about Afghanistan. He's in your mind. He's on the street. He's behind your back. Watch out! I have heard them say that, yeah. <laughs> Normally they sing it. He's in your mind. <laughs> He's behind your back. Watch out. It's Afghanistan. If you could play fast, this would be a good song. Ah, well, it goes on for 17 verses, yeah. so we don't have time, Afghanistan. I'm afraid, Mr. That the only freak show around here is a freak show and a nightmare of your own making. I now have the children in my possession, and you will stay here until the first shipment of opium comes in, flooding the streets of London with yet more drug crime and misery. Oh, no. <laughs> ah, well, I'll call you later, Beaujolais. Uh, yes, here I have dropped you back off at the police station. Uh, can I have a kiss on my cheek? Of course. Oh. Now, see you later. Goodbye. Oh, oh, Mr. Beaujolais, Mr. Beaujolais. I mean, no, that's, you're not married yet. No, I'm not married. But it was very but progressive of you to theoretically take her name. Yes, well, I definitely would take her name, I have to say. Excellent. Come in, Mr. Creep. Oh, terrible things are happening. What's happened, Mr. Bumblechip? More kids gone missing. More? How many now? 500, I think. 500. Oh, no. 10 score plus another 10 score and 5 score more. Could be, sir. I was never that good with maths. This is that. Plus, I'm not from Shakespeare's time. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Never mind. It's funny you should mention score, though, Mr. Uh, yes. Mr. Creep. It seems this may be part of a, of a drug spree. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Creep. Yes, Mr. Creep. Uh, Mr. Mr. Snagsby. Sorry? Mr. Snagsby. Uh, yes, why not? <laughs> uh, I had a message, a yes. telegram. It was sent from a Mr. Alfie Speckles. Alfie Speckles, my... Oh, Discarded all of your grammatical love there. Oh, sorry, yes. He said he's being held against his will. Oh. But you should look to Afghanistan. Afghanistan? I thought that I thought that he was he was dead. I thought he'd actually be in Afghanistan. So did no, I. you don't get everything you want, do you? Yes. Well, my arch nemesis Afghanistan. Oh, oh. Take me to him, Mr. Snagsby. Come on, Mr. Well, Pumble. I don't know where he is, Mr. Creep. Well, Wait. Oh. I got sent a telegram. It, it didn't give the location. Oh, no. Read it out. Come on. Well, I've just done a synopsis on oh, it, right, but it says, sorry. I, Alfie Speckles, am being held captive by Mr. Afghanistan. He has kidnapped lots of children to smuggle drugs. Please help. P.S. I left the kettle on. <laughs> We better go fast. An untended kettle could cause a house fire. Let's let's take a. I, I know where it'll be. Come on, let's take a cab. All of all of us. Let's take a, come on. Oh, Mr. Speckles. <laughs> I understand you sent a telegram behind my back. Calling my old arch nemesis. That's right. I sang it in Cockney Code. That is truly awesome. Yeah. Can I interest you in some awful food just to sustain you as we uh, keep you captive and wait for Mr. Heap? How about this? Soggy bread. 
I know it's quite soggy, this milk toast crumb. Maybe we can use some medium crumb. Or maybe you'd prefer the full crumb. That is both an advert and a physics joke. It's just we had to do three. The sound of one man rapping truly is a tragedy. <laughs> I think Confucius said that. Mr. Heap, I'm going to kill him when he comes here. I'm going to kill him good. Sorry, don't want to be pedantic, but at first it's, it's Milk Toast Crunch and it's Mr. Creep. So if you hadn't spent so much time behind the piano... Try reading your script, Christopher. It's written all down. Yes, I, it's hard to read. To it's hard to read through the tears. <laughs> Stan, you're not going to get away with this one. I won't go down without a fight, Mr. Speckles. Not with my army of 500 children. But they don't like you. They're not going to do what you say. They will. I've, I've, I was going to say I've drilled them well, but then I... <laughs> I stopped myself. <laughs> yes, thank goodness for that. Stop right there! This is a police raid! Yes. Sorry, is this in the play or in the actual real world? Either one. <laughs> We've got all the cars outside. We know you're in there. Is that the full force of the Metropolitan Police stampeding into my underground lair, waving whistles and truncheons and everything. This will sound amazing as my army of 500 children clash against them, cutting off their heads and limbs. Oh, my God, what an audio spectacular. It's not quite the full force of the law. We sent half of them to turn off the kettle. Don't want to go wasting electricity. No, absolutely. Not in this day and age when we don't have it yet. Yeah, Afghanistan. It's me. You, you're... Sorry, I'm just having the last celebratory cracker before my inevitable demise. I pulled it with myself, so I won. It's me, Uriah Creep. Uriah. Oh, you, ever since we were young boys in school together, I've always hated you. Picking on me, thinking you were better. Yes. Oh, well, let me tell you one thing, son. What's that? You're not better than me. You're not better than anyone. I am one's better than Afghanistan. Oh, Mr. Creep, look at them. They don't know what to do. They're scared. Oh, we're they're so saying, scared. They're saying, what the hell are you doing here, you what creep? What the hell are you doing there, you creep? You weirdo. You are a big weirdo. Big weirdo. Little ra radio head reference there, but not much take up. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. Thank well, you. I think you're so very special. Oh, yeah. thanks. What the hell are you doing here? I you don't belong here. I wish I, 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 did that bit. I, wish I was special. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't belong here, Afghanistan. But neither do these children. Oh, so okay. you get all of these out as soon as you can. They're orphans. I'll sign their legal guardian certificates. You monster. I don't want to think about what you would do to them. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm a respectable gangster. You're you, respectable isn't in your dictionary. I do. I bow down to male cows. <laughs> Look, at least you didn't offend the world religion. Well, I don't know. Hindus might get upset. <laughs> They've obviously managed to turn off the kettle. It, no, the it was, it was all for all along. It was fine. Oh, good. <laughs> There's one thing you weren't expecting, Mr. Creep. What's that? The woman you love. Oh, oh help me, help me, Anna. It's always good to have Beaujolais in the cellar. Slightly aroused, oh no. I have rigged Beaujolais with a bundle of dynamite. Two bundles, in fact. I'll give you the choice, Mr. Creep. Do you want 
Don't disarm stick A or stick B. I'll have to choose one. But there's, there's one thing I've never... I'm gonna... I'm gonna choose stick B. Because there's one thing I've never told anyone before. And that's that I have a phobia of stick A's. Did I choose right? Yes, unfortunately you did. Yes! By the Cockney Cockney Code, Cockney Code, Cockney Code, the cornucopia of codes, that's Cockney's codify our lives by. I must let your wife go. Beaujolais, by, by dismantling that dynamite, I, I have freed all these children. Come on, children, there's 500 of us. Let's overpower that one man. No! <laughs> No, no, please don't overpower me. Oh, 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 no, that's my box. Oh, no. Oh, 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 oh. Yes, we've torn them into 500 separate pieces, each of which we will now eat. I look like a bag full of stones. Well, I wish they'd... I wish they'd done that before so that it didn't have to endanger you, Beaujolais, and so that I didn't have to say that terrible line about stickies. Yes, Mr. Creep, but when you waste so much time being offensive, sometimes you just have to do the first thing that will work. Yes. Which, in this case, Mr. Creep, might just be me. Oh. I think you should stop calling me Mr. Creep. Really? And start calling me... Mr. Beaujolais. Oh, Mr. Beaujolais, yes, we will get married. You, Mr. Staples, or whatever your name was. Mr. Spickles, or what? You, are you an ordained priest? Turns out I am. <laughs> will you marry the two of us? No. Nope. Oh, all right. Well, we will arrange a date elsewhere. Well, isn't that nice? You found love, the children are safe, that terrible bastard has been ripped to shreds. Oh, it's all, pretty much everything's worked out fine. In fact, I'd say, it was a clean sweep. <laughs> that was The Wireless Podcast, starring Daniel Roberts, Chris Turner, Tom Skelton, Dougie Walker and musical maestro Dylan Townley. To find out more, visit www.racingminds.co.uk.